is a fairy tale inspired actual play D&D podcast. It follows the adventures of Princess Thea, the human sorceress, played by Lydia Miller. Also, if I forget that I'm a human and I burp, let me know. <laughs> Delalia, the elven ranger, played by Kelsey Botwinick Caruza. Get back! Go on! Felix, the gnome fighter, played by Rebecca Munez. He is oh. charisma wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in stripes and a feather. And me, your DM, Emma Carter. Hello, hello. Happy Mother's Day, or almost Mother's Day, depending on when you're listening to this. A big shout out to all the moms, the new moms, the soon-to-be moms, the grandmoms and the godmoms, the moms that we've found and the moms that we've lost. You are loved. This episode isn't exactly mom-centered, I just wanted to say that. This episode starts with a pre-game discussion with the Spellcast where we talk about inclusion, creating safe spaces, how we prefer our fantasy without sexual assault scenarios, and realizing we're almost an entirely queer identifying group. If you'd like to hear that, keep listening. If you preferred to just jump right into the action, fast forward to 11 minutes in. When we last left our heroes, Princess Thea and Alalia escaped from their respective prisons and met with Felix in the palace's main entry hall, King Ferdinand of Highgard arrived just in time to declare that Thea would be marrying Prince Leonardo of Luminary, a neighboring kingdom. Thea put her foot down, shot off some magic sparks, and the team fled from the village, only to run right into a fight between Prince Dashing and two jackalwares. Will they be able to defeat their furry foes this time? Let's find out. I will see you in the story. There was something I was thinking about that I wanted to uh, wanted to kind of go over with you guys. I know that um, so while we were in High Guard, I know we encountered some sexism from like the guards and how they uh, treated Delalia or like how Princess Thea is treated. Um, and I think because of like the content that I um, liked to consume growing up, I'm very much into stories of like women combating sexism and coming out on top. Um, but I did want to like open this up and talk about a lot of, a lot of, um, I, I, okay. So I made a video this week for space mob and it was called D and D is for women too. And I did a lot of research for it because I was trying to like dig back into like, okay, so like what, what was it like back in the day? And what I learned through my research, and Kelsey, you probably already know this because you've been playing longer than I have, um, but that 5E, when D&D 5E came out, um, it was very, and there were changes made to the game very intentionally to promote more, um, I don't want to say to promote diversity, but really to like promote creating worlds in which, um, in which homophobia doesn't have to exist or in which sexism doesn't have to exist in which there can be queer characters and there can be characters of all ethnicities, even within like the mystical races. And so um, what I wanted to kind of talk about, what I was thinking for Spellbound, but I want your feedback is what, I'm what I've kind of tried to create is more of a tension between magic and non-magic and 
less of attention. Like, I don't want any of our characters to have to, like, combat homophobia. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I just yeah. need to be able to be themselves, and that's not an issue. Magic and non-magic is the kind of the issue here. I don't want to put racism into the world. Um, that's why I was trying to lean more into, like, it's not about, like, she's an elf. It's about she's from the forest. She has magic. Yeah. And she has magic. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, she's a magic mm-hmm. person from a different place, but it's not that she's an elf. Um, so d- does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> cool. No, so for can, sure. So our characters can live in a world where they don't have to worry about persecution for their race or for um, their sexuality. Um, there's like a little bit of misogyny, but not everywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, just wanted to. I mean, we got Sabine, so <laughs> right? yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that, and I like the idea too that that way it can be a really clean metaphor, just like X Men. I feel like is a really clean metaphor for it was race. And now mm-hmm. it's a really clean metaphor for like uh, sexuality and mm-hmm. everybody, it's been so easy to get past from there to there and it makes it more timeless and less just like battling this one specific thing, which is nice. Any other thoughts? Thank you for sharing, Chelsea. Green <laughs> <laughs> cards, I red actually, cards. <laughs> no, yeah, I have no cards, sorry. Yeah, um, no, I, I actually do have mine. Um, yeah, I had them somewhere. Aww, that but, pleases me deeply. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I put them in the front of my book too, so they'd be available. Oh, but, <laughs> but I, uh, one of my other groups that I'm in, um, the DM mentioned very offhand, and he used to play four and then some, a couple other versions. But he's always a DM, and so he's played with a lot of different groups. And he is, I'm, he'll never listen to this because he doesn't support or love me. But just, <laughs> I'm hoping he does just so he can be mad at that. But um. But yeah, he has mentioned that it sort of used to be a thing where people could get in there and be the kind of asshole that they couldn't be in real life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. here it's people, like now it's people just getting to play um, and let loose in a way that they're not able to, instead of it being be a worse version of myself, which is yeah, cool. like, like Westworld. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Not Westworld. We don't want like, Westworld yeah. here. D&D used to be Westworld. It was just like a cisgender white male paradise. Not yeah, it was terrible. Not a lot of room for other people. Mm-hmm. And also just like people saying that they had been in campaigns before where the DM had their character get sexually assaulted. What? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've, he- I've heard horror stories about stuff like that before. It's yeah. terrifying sometimes. Some of these DMs either have no backbone and they don't hold back their players from doing disgusting things or the dm is right along with them and it's yeah. just i've heard so many cool. disturbing stories it's just eh. and we don't want that here i, I mean i was i guess i shouldn't be surprised to hear about that but when i i was reading all these different people saying that that had happened to them i was like who wants to act that out what box is that checking <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> i mean well i'm glad that uh you've made this such a safe place like mm-hmm. from from square one, you were very much encouraging this to be a conversation about like what we feel comfortable with and stuff. And mm-hmm. it hasn't come up, but I yeah. am glad that it it is able to if it needs to. And and I want you guys. I do want you to feel safe because part of what I love about listening to D and D podcasts is just how, like with the Adventure Zone, how just how inclusive D and D can be. And there's so many other podcasts out there where like everyone who's playing is in the queer community or everyone mm-hmm. is playing as a woman or they have like just like tons of characters of different um 
like like binary, non-binary, just like it can be such a such an inclusive place. And I love that about it. Um, it's like the antidote, antidote, antidote. It's like the antidote to, <laughs> to the, and I and I like Game of Thrones, but it's like the antidote to that kind of like, mm-hmm. well, here are all these prostitutes that are going to be naked in all these scenes mm-hmm. because historically, historically yeah. there would have been naked prostitutes, and it's like this is fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Sure in order to be a woman who stands in her power, you have to undergo horrific. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Assault so, situation. I so many right. of the main female characters in Game of Thrones were sexually all of assaulted. Them. To become literally all yeah. of them. Danny, Sansa, to become powerful, they had to be like horribly tortured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's mm-hmm. like Yeah. They have to be so. broken down first and then like be reborn from the ashes. Yes. Like, and then that, they have to have that, that written into their script. That needs to go. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I also love that this is, and it didn't really occur to me until just now, but that this is such, like, are we an overly diverse group? No. But, like, that we are a very queer group, and I think I was that gonna that's say, really awesome yeah. and really special. Aren't we, um, aren't we pretty much, are most of us queer? Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna out anybody, but I know I am. <laughs> well, myself! Yeah. I'm yeah. queer! <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, awesome. bye, so... <laughs> And I didn't even, like, think of that. Like, I don't want you guys to think that I was like, I'm going to try to assemble all the, like, I was more like, who do I want to play with? But then yeah. I was like, 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 like but you, yeah. Yeah. just like a lot of really <laughs> queer people. So. Oh. <laughs> I love the Adventure Zone, but it is, you know, it's three, it's three white brothers and they're, and they're mm-hmm. dads and they're awesome mm-hmm. and they're wonderful. And they are the first to acknowledge, like, we're a bunch yeah. of white dudes. So right. we're going to try to. And they are. They are. <laughs> and trying to pretend that they're not, to them, would be disingenuine. And just, like, inviting someone of color or has that has a different background to the party just for that reason would be disingenuine. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so I appreciate the way they're doing it, but they've definitely gotten a lot of flack for that, for sure. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do love that in Travis's campaign, like, you can tell he was so very clearly trying to, be like, make sure that this world had people of all different ethnicities and abilities and like mm-hmm. like all like one of the characters has a magical wheelchair basically like mm-hmm. one of in the very first That's episode cool. he introduces a character who has a chair that is magically enchanted to float and it has lights on it and like when i went to see the adventures on live in chicago i saw someone in a wheelchair who was cosplaying that character and i was like this is so cool this episode has literally only been out for like a week or two and there's already someone who's like i can cosplay this character like, this character nice. was for me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I can cosplay any character, but not anybody can cosplay that character. That character is for me. So, mm-hmm. it just made me really happy. Let's start by rolling initiative. Okay, so mm-hmm. Delavia got a 15. Let's see. So, oh, wow, Princess Theanne. So we've got a 15. I'm going to honor the first one, and I'm going to put Felix at 6. And then Princess Thea got a 16. Let me roll for some of my people. All right, my friends. Dude, All and right. these things are really hard to beat, too. Didn't it, like, take I a know. million and a half years last time, and now there's two of take them? piercing or slashing damage. Yeah. It's susceptible to silver if anyone has silver. Nope, my necklace is made of gold. <laughs> All right, so the official turn order is Dashing, Princess Thea, uh, Delalia, the Beasts, and Felix. So as you three rush out the walls, you what you see in front of you is this. There are five bodies laying on the ground, not moving, and Dashing 
is standing in front of two beasts, jackalwares, as Delelia would know. Uh, they are both, they have both fixed their gaze on the prince who holds his long sword. And he is going to try to attack the one to his right. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll for him. Ooh, dash, he rolled a three. And even with his attack bonus, that is not going to, to help him any. So dashing, dashing takes a swing at this beast over here to the right, the, the jackalware to his right. You you hear Jack you hear dashing uh, give out a cry of Hah! as he swings his sword at the jackalware, but he he misses the jackalware, and now he is just a little bit closer to the one that he just swung at. Princess Thea, you are next in the turn order. What do uh, you do? Uh, oh God! I mean, I don't know. I uh, uh, I want to help but I don't know if I know how to do anything. I mean, I made sparks before. That's not a whole lot of help. So, um, do you want to try casting a spell? You don't have to. Again, you don't have to. She does um, she, she tried sparks. She can try something else if she wants to. What do you think she would do in this moment? What do you think Thea would do? I mean, I want to get those things away from him. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, I haven't practiced anything, so I don't know if that's, like the, like I was able to do cantrips, but that's kind of it. I narrowed, or mechanically, what I would do if you made uh, an attack magically is I would just have you roll a d20, and if you roll a one after that, I can give you a wild surge, but you can you can try to make spells. Narratively, okay. narratively Thea seems to be kind of coming into her own right now as she's starting to embrace her her magic ability so you can weave me a web of like what you think mentally gets her there or what causes her to dig deep for that that power and i'll just remind everyone in any situation you can always roll perception checks you can roll investigation checks um nature checks just because we're in combat doesn't mean that you can't you know use your your checks to try and gain more information or you know, if, if you if you think your character would try to make a distraction instead of fight, or if you think your character would try to help someone else, that that's a feature too, is like being able to lend someone aid and then they get advantage on their roles. So just know that it doesn't just have to be uh, Lydia attacks and then Rebecca attacks and then to, like Kelsey attacks. Like there can be some teamwork elements too and you guys can, you're allowed to think outside the box. Um, I'm gonna try and like check in with what I was feeling earlier when I made those sparky things, which I probably don't know what those are yet. I'm gonna cast magic missile, but like I guess in my brain, what I'm thinking about is I just want, like, I want to push that thing away from my bro. You create three glowing darts of magic. So each dart hits a creature of your choice that you can see within range. A dart deals one d4 plus one force damage to its target. The darts all strike simultaneously, and you can direct them to hit one creature or several. So she rolls three times, one for each dart. So roll two more for me, uh, Thea, and we'll see if um. Oh no! All right. Okay. okay. Yay! Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna direct that big one at the 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 dude the jackalware that is close to dashing, and then the other two. I mean, would it be better to direct them all at one, or should I split them up? It's up to you. Okay, yeah, you're close mm -hmm. enough. But you have to decide it before you roll in the future. 
Oh, Ooh, that's thank a you. good point. Thank you, Kelsey. Okay, well then, I guess I'll just since I didn't decide, I guess I'll just say that I'm I'm directing them at bad bad jackalard dude that is closest to my brother. So you got a two two and a five because I forgot to put the plus one in your in your in your little spell. So we've got two, two, that's four, and then a five. So that's nine points of damage to the jackal wear by dashing. Uh, let me see here, I'm gonna add that. So nine points to the jackal wear by dashing. So Thea, you see your brother in danger and you start to feel that, that source inside and in the heat of the moment you you know you just want to get him away from your brother and you tap into that source and a sudden uh, a sudden burst of energy i make i imagine thea like puts out her hand and suddenly uh three bursts of energy just go shooting towards the beast by dashing and it is both knocked back because i think it would be um, I'm gonna knock it back a little bit, is knocked back a little bit away from him. And it takes nine points of damage and the beast howls. <laughs> and it turns its head towards you. That that was kind of like an attack of opportunity because the beast hadn't seen you guys yet. Oh shit, oh, yeah. sorry guys. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so you well, caught him You caught him <laughs> off guard. And so he 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 looks at, at you. That was your turn, Thea. All right. The next is going to be Delania. All right. So I am going to um, get my rope out because I have an adventurous pack. And I'm going to run up to that jackalware and I'm going to- <laughs> Oh, here to... we go again. No, wait, before I do that, I'm going to um, light my torch, light a torch. Okay. And I'm gonna run up to it. Um, okay, so free action, light torch. Okay. Action, dash, 50, 40 feet. I don't wanna be like up its neck or anything, okay. but like dash, cause I'm giving it an opportunity by being close to it. Um, but yeah, dashing up to it, and then I want to yell at it, back beasts, get back. And be as intimidating as possible is my goal. So should I roll for intimidation? Yeah, roll for intimidation. I like that. Hey. Hey. Not bad. What did you <laughs> roll, Kelsey? Um, it's an 18. Thanks, Emma. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, mm -hmm. so it's an 18. Yeah. I think that's pretty. And do you, did you have anything? Oh, wait, no, it automatically adds that for you. That's right. Ha, 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 yeah. ha, ha, ha. It was a 17 plus one. Um, but well, yeah, my intention was to get the thing to back off a little bit more so that um, dashing has a chance. Awesome. Thanks. So, Delaney. <laughs> so, Delaney. person. Delaney is a good person. Um, so, the jackalware that was just hit by the uh, magic missile. It sees you running towards it now because it, it looked over to, in your direction and you, you've got your your fire and, and you're yelling for it to get back. And it is it is intimidated by you and it, it retreats a little bit closer towards its companion um, because it, it doesn't want to get hit again by the people that just hit it. Oh. Mm -hmm. Wait, Are you feeling sorry for the shackle, Rebecca? <laughs> I did for a second, I'm sorry. 
is trying to kill my brother. I'm sorry, it's scared. It's a small, it, well, it's not a small animal, it's a big animal. It's but a still. large animal. <laughs> it's a pupper. <laughs> it is a pupper. Aww. It is a grumpy pupper, but it's a pupper. <laughs> this is why Becca wouldn't do well in the wild. She'd get eaten. No, I would yeah. too. Potentially eaten. All right, Felix. It is your turn. What would you like to do? Oh, wait, no, it's not. I'm sorry. It's the beast's turn. I forgot that. Oh, no! turn. Okay. Oh, no. All right. All right. So both of them are going to, I think it's simpler, like how Justin does it, where the beasts take their turn at the same time. So I don't have a bunch of different people going at different times. So uh, I think they are going to attack as well. Let's see. So my jackal wares are going to use a special pack tactic. The jackalware has advantage on an attack roll against a creature if at least one of the jackalware's allies is within five feet of the creature and the ally isn't incapacitated. So my friend over here, the jackalware who hasn't been hurt yet, he saw what y'all were doing to his friend and he is going to, actually, actually, hmm, okay, yes. The one, no, I think it's the one who you, 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 uh, no, it's the other one. So yeah, the one who saw what you did to his friend is going to, um, slash at dashing. He's going to attack dashing because dashing is who is closest to him. Um, so they are going to roll. Thank God it's him and not me. <laughs> hey, no. Brother. <laughs> gonna roll a nice d20 there see what happens for that one. Ooh, he rolled no! a 17 no well let me see what dashing's ac is because i did make probably a... not more than that oh my gosh you guys dashing's armor is 17 so like with it, it hits but like just it just hits it just hits dashing's dashing that's you know. intense well, yeah well, and he has, he has some armor on, just some <laughs> armor on that at, and he's got, um, let's see, I have, I have is like- Is he a fighter? Yes, he is a fighter level three. So two plus two, so four. So he hits dashing for four, for four piercing damage. No. Let me see if dashing has anything to like get away from that. <laughs> I want to see if he's got any extra thing. Do, 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 Nope, I don't think so. So yeah, he gets, loses four hit points. Wah, wah, wah. So did okay. I just like make the thing angry so that it hurt him more? No. No, I mean, they, that way. They were attacking him anyway. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so that was this guy. That was the one beast's turn. So the other one that you intimidated Delalia, um, he, he, He's never met you before, so he is going to kind of try and shake off that intimidation, and he's not going to attack you, but he just steps forward, and he looks very intently at you. Roll me a wisdom saving throw. Do you have any resistance to magical slumber? No. Okay. So oh. the jackalware, Delavia, it fixes its gaze at you, and you see its bright yellow eyes, and all of a sudden you feel yourself starting to slip into unconsciousness and you don't take any damage, 
but all your friends see is Delithia runs forward with her torch raised and tells the beast to back off, and it does, but then it just takes a step forward and it looks at her very intently, and Delithia falls to the ground. She's like our one fighter. Ah! This hey. is not good. Hey, I Wait mean, a second. I'm small. Trained. I'm trained. Okay, it's no fine. damage. No That's damage. That's fair. And you're just unconscious right now. Falling, falling unconscious for at least ten minutes. That we go back to the top of the order, and it's dashing. Um, Wait, I haven't gone. Oh, sorry, it's Felix's turn. Sorry, Felix. <laughs> Felix, it's, Adelia just fell to the ground, torch in hand. What do you do? Uh, Felix uh, jumps off of uh, uh, Ramsey um, and draws his sword and shield, and he's going to run over to Delalia and uh, try and wake her up. Like he's just gonna kind of pat her on the cheek, like. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> And you, Delilia, you, you, you're still for a moment, and then she starts to blearily wake up from her magical slumber. So you can assume from this encounter that so long as someone is there to wake that a person lot. up, they will be alive. Oh, so thank God. You're a thank little, God. You're, a little you're a little out of it, because basically you just fainted, Delilia, but you are awake. Mm-hmm. But you are prone. I will say that. You're laying on the ground, so you are prone. Okay. There's a jackal wear next to you guys. I'm just going to remind you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so now yeah. we go back to the top of the order, which is dashing. Um, dashing is angry. He he was just attacked by the jackalware to his left, and he yells again. He goes, Rawr! he rolls an eight. So dashing takes his sword and he swings again at the other jackalware, and he just misses. And you can you can see if you're watching. He seems out of it. He's not, he's not, he doesn't, he's not using proper form. He's angry. I don't, he's not, he doesn't seem to be using best judgment. He's just swinging angrily at these two beasts rather haphazardly. So Dashing is angry. He's just missed twice. He's very, very angry. So he's going to use his action surge to take one additional action on top of his regular action once per short or long rest. Oh Oh my God. He is pissed and he's, he, he throws himself forward, swinging violently at the monster, but he misses again because he is just, he is not, his head is not in the game. He's being far too emotional right now, and he's not using proper form or, or technique. He's, he's lost his cool. Mm-hmm. And he puts himself closer to the beast. Now it is your turn again, Princess Thea. Hey guys, what do we do? <laughs> Stay back. <laughs> Well, I, but he's gonna hurt my brother, and like I did it with your thing again. Yeah, do the thing. Can I do, do the thing. thing again? We both just wiggle our fingers <laughs> at it. Can I do that thing again? Yes, you I have... believe in you, Thea. I believe. Okay, in you. do it. I'm doing that thing again. So hold on, wait. But I'm this time. <clears throat> I'm going to select where those things are going. So let's see. Do 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 do. Um, the one closest to him, I think I'm going to aim it. That one hasn't been hit yet, has it? Correct. It has not been hit yet. Okay, so I'm going to aim all of my force at it and do my magic missile again. Dashing, look out! And then I'm just going to point my hands at him and muster up all of the thing that I just did and try and push that thing back from him because I don't want him to die. 
He's being stupid. Awesome. Um, but before I forget, uh, roll a d20 for me. Oh god. It's a 12. Okay, then you're good. As long as it's not a one, you're good. You can only, I can only give you a wild magic surge after you've attacked if you roll a one on your d20 roll, so. Okay. So you, you, you extend your hands, Princess Thea, right for the monster by your brother, and you hit it three times. <laughs> and it gets pushed back just a little bit. So that is eight points of damage total. Um, and Dashing actually turns and he looks over his shoulder uh, to see what the source of that that sudden burst of energy Ooh. was from, so he he turns a little bit over his shoulder to see to see who's behind him, uh, and he he catches your eye, Thea. He sees you standing there, and he catches your eye, and that is going to be that is going to be your turn. Delalia, what do you do with your turn? You are currently prone. Mm. I get up. I, uh, I, if it doesn't take too much of an action, I put my hand on Felix's shoulder and say, thank you, you friend. And then I, I see the jackalware looking at Thea and I stand between her and it and wave the, the torch and try to be intimidating again. And I'm, get back, go on. So you stand in between the jackalware and the princess, and and it, it backs off a little bit because it's it's seen that you've already woken up from its 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 gaze. So it's it's not gonna it's it's currently not going to mess with you, Delalia. Uh, but it is the beast's turn. So oh, yeah. I am going to. <laughs> oh God. Let's see. Is he still looking at me? Is my is Dashing still distracted? He is still looking towards you, Thea. He's being um, so dumb for somebody who's so good at fighting. Is no, he, I'm, or is this just what we've heard? <laughs> so Ooh. I'm going to have the beast that backed away from Delalia turn its attention to dashing. Oh no! It's going to, let's see, what is it going to do? It's going to try to attack him. Let's see. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just going to try to bite him. It's just going to try to bite him. So let's see what he rolls. And he gets to roll with advantage because his friend is close by. So I'm just gonna roll. One. There's a four. Well, it's good that he had advantage. And another four. Ooh, okay, okay. So even though he had jackal advantage. Goo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said jackal goo for a minute, and jackal I was concerned. Goo. Nope. <laughs> So this jackalware that you intimidated Thea, he he tries to bite a dashing, but he's still just a little bit. He, he's not like technically like afraid, as by D and D terms, he's not uh, you know cowering in fear. But he he's a little off his game, so he he bites at it dashing, but it's less an actual attack and more so just a gesture of of like don't mess with me, I'm still dangerous. But he doesn't make any contact with dashing. Um, the other one is going to, I think the other one's just going to try to attack him as well. So let me roll two more d20s because they both get advantage because oh no. their friends are around. No! And, and the second one does... Is like 400 though, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, his AC is 17 and this guy rolled a 15. Let me see. He gets, yeah, he gets plus four to hit. So that one does hit dashing. So 1d4 plus two. It is, it is four, and it's four, so it's six points of six points for dashing. Oh my god! Six points for the prince. No. Okay. So. I am see. concerned. Um. So, 
dashing uh, is, is distracted. He, his head is turned and he sees Euthea and as his head is turned away, the jackal wear reaches out and, and, and bites at him and he, 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 gets a good, uh, he gets a good bite around Dashing's left arm and he, he sinks his teeth into Dashing's left arm and it does make contact with the skin and, and Dashing gives a, a cry of pain, a little ah, as he, as he is grabbed by the monster. And I'm gonna say the monster now has him grappled in his jaw because he got his teeth in there. So that is the end of the beast's turn, which means that it is now Felix's turn. Uh, so Felix is going to go to the uh, other Jekyllware that's not grappling with uh, uh, the prince. That's <laughs> gonna suck. Uh, but he is going to do a shield bash and try Ooh. and push uh, the Jekyllware off so that dashing doesn't get dogpiled. <laughs> Whenever you attack and hit with your shield, you can choose to make them do an eight plus strength or dexterity plus proficiency constitution saving throw or be stunned until the end of your next turn. The creature may make the save on his turn to break it early. Okay, so so I should just roll a, 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 D, a D20 and then add my strength modifier for that jackal. What is the, uh, what's it called? The thing that you're doing? It's called shield bash. Cause mine is a, uh, if my, I have, uh, mine is a 14. So I think it had to beat my strength. I think it's like oh, a- Oh, okay. That makes sense. So that make, I think yeah, you beat I, it. <laughs> I feel, honestly, I feel like if you want to use that in the future, I feel like it makes sense just to make like a strength contest and have you, yeah. like, your, your strength versus, or like a, your strength roll versus their strength roll. So like just like okay, just so make it a strength contest. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So even with uh, the, like even with, because um, I rolled twice for that Jackalware, I think. So you, so Felix rolled a 19. Um, which beats the Jackalware's strength. So yeah, Felix, you, um, it, it doesn't do damage since he's res uh, immune to bludgeoning and slashing damage, but you do succeed mm -hmm. in moving him. Does it say how far you move him or just that you push him back? I, uh, it doesn't oh, he's say. Stunned. Oh, he's stunned. That's what it said, didn't it? Yeah. Okay, so you have, describe for me how Felix does this because I think this is very fun. <laughs> he's um, so well, yeah, I know. Um, I think he's just yeah. gonna... Uh, just go for it and just kind of just just kind of just run right into straight into the the, the jackalware's head with his, <laughs> his shield just full on ran right into him. This is a badass. <laughs> he, he he took a note from Ramsey. Just just charge. <laughs> oh, yeah. go for it. Ramsey, can Ramsey help? Like <laughs> he could in theory, really but says... I'm just yeah. He, you, he doesn't have to. Rebecca has control over Ramsey, so you decide when yeah. he steps in or not. But he doesn't have to. I can understand how he would be afraid of two giant jackalwares who probably yeah. see him as a tasty mm -hmm. snack. Yeah. No. Uh, this is one situation. This is a type of situation where Ramsey would be more than happy to sit out. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So, they eat him. They would. Yeah. So Felix, you rush forward with your shield, and you just. Bam, boing, right into the jackalware's <laughs> head, and it's in the—it's like in the cartoons where you, he sees like little birdies like flying around <laughs> his head, and he is just stunned. He was not expecting you to do that. <laughs> this guy's been taking a beating. <laughs> he should try to hurt my brother. Okay, so it's Dashing's turn. I think he's gonna try to break free from this this wolf, this jackalware. 
Ooh, and he rolled a oh, 19, hey. so he does. So dashing is, is pretty strong. So he, he rips himself, that's his action. Dashing rips his arm out of the, the beast's jaws and he, he, he looks at it angrily, ready to strike again the next turn. Uh, Princess Fia, it is your turn again. God. So I'm gonna say, okay, so this dress that Mavery put me in, I told you I make adjustments. So I'm gonna take out the laces on the sides. I'm wearing pants underneath so that um, I now have like a little like, what a like a like a tunic with like slits down the sides. Yeah. So I have I have legs. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm gonna run over to where Delalia is. I'm gonna say, how can we help him? They are not. The last one anyway was basically immune to my weapons. Their hides cannot be pierced. And I'll remind you again, you don't necessarily have to fight. Like if there's any other thing that you think Princess Thea would do, um, it's just like, it's it's a, it's choose your own adventure. So I never want you guys to feel like you have to be locked into like, oh, I'm supposed to attack now. So you I can't. know, it's just like, I don't, I want to get him away from those things because he's being stupid and he's going to get himself killed. Can I Unless call for help? Like, is there somebody who can help us? Like where are, where'd Sabine and... We love her yeah. the castle. Help! <laughs> Guards! Can I do like a perception check and see if there's anything that I can... Yeah, you can do a perception check. So you rolled an 11. Let me see what that is in the it's, chat. It says 14. Awesome, yeah. So with a 14, uh, Thea, you look around you to see what is at your disposal and your eyes fall to the guards, to the soldiers lying on the ground. And you see the soldier closest to you, you notice that you don't see any blood on him. He's just laying on the ground. They're asleep! They've been charmed to sleep! Guys, they're just asleep! <laughs> Wake them up! Oh. <laughs> oh. So actually, well, since you've moved as far as you can, you can't walk over to wake him up yet, but you, yeah, you, you on your next turn, you can try to wake him up. It is Delavia's turn. I'm gonna go try to to punch this one. I'm gonna do some hand-to-hand -hand with this bad boy. Okay. My goal is to knock him down so I can tie <laughs> so I can tie him up. Um, but yeah, that's my plan. Awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna go attack him with hands. For the listeners at home, Kelsey's cat is being really cute right now. It's She's just this tail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Delalia, make me a make me a, a, an unarmed oh, yeah. unarmed attack. Oh, he he is stunned, so I feel like you have this you have advantage because he's currently okay, stunned. Okay, so he's stunned. What does that mean? A stunned creature is incapacitated, can't move, and can't speak, only falteringly. The creature automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Thank Perfect. You, then I'm gonna try to tie this bitch up. So okay. yeah. oh, that was not nice. Okay, so I. Uh, sneak up behind it. I I'm doing it in like a fighter stance. Like I look like I'm in Tekken tag, you know, like I'm like going up to it and I've got the rope around and I look really badass. Um, so <laughs> Important I take, to know. Yeah, know that. I'm doing it for the audience, but you can't see it. So mm -hmm. I tie one hand, I tie the other, and then I tie the other hand to it. And then um, I politely knock it down on its belly and <laughs> tie its feet and then tie its feet and hands together in the back so, so that we're it hog can't tied. get away. Hog tied. We're hog tied. Yes. We're jackal. We're tight. 
for jackal wear tights. <laughs> so the one that you two have uh, uh, beaten up on together is currently grappled. He is jackal wear tied, so he <laughs> cannot attack on his next turn. He can only try to get out of his binding. Uh, it looks like ropes are, are a DC 17 strength check. But he rolled a five, and even with his strength bonuses, that's not gonna beat DC 17. So yeah, the, the beast that you've just grappled, he's struggling, pulling, he's fighting at the air, but he is not strong enough to break free mm -hmm. the ropes. His Into friend, okay, he is a puppy. Uh, so his friend over here, um, so Dashing is ready to attack this other jackalware. Um, and as Dashing looks at it angrily, this jackalware is gonna fix its eyes on Dashing. We knew it throw, so Dashing he is says, going to have to make would a Would you please make a wisdom saving throw? Very polite Okay. Would you please make a wisdom saving throw, sir? That would be very wonderful, thank you. Yes, Al. Lux is on. Oh, no! Oh, no, no! Dashing is striking out. Oh, Dashing. no! Listeners, Dashing so rolled a. Not speak. What did what did what happened? What did you say, Lydia? I'm like I'm so upset. I don't even have anything to say other than I am upset. <laughs> Dashing rolled a critical failure, a natural one. And in the world of D and D, when you roll a nat one, bad things gonna happen. So, my friends, as the wolf fixes its gaze on Dashing, almost immediately you see him drop his sword and crumple to the ground. So Dashing is now unconscious and prone next to this beast. And because I'm gonna say the beast also gets a, an action. No! An action. The beast is, go, he gets a free action. He's not gonna attack, but he is going to take his maw and chomp down on Dashing's arm. Um, I am going to uh, use shield defense, which is a reaction uh, I can do whenever uh, someone within uh, five feet of me, who is not me, is being attacked. I can jump in to uh, uh, block something and or uh, defend them with my shield. And uh, that means that if he is going to uh, do a roll that's going to cause damage or anything, he is now at a disadvantage. So he, you're, you're close, but he's about 10 feet away from you, so you're not quite close enough to do that. <sighs> I'm sorry, it's really cool, but I want to honor no, the- No, you're fine. The no, you're, no, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. So you're so Felix has that instinct to like try and reach out, but then I think he not realizes like the moment afterwards, like, oh, like you just said, I'm, I'm not close enough. Um, yeah. And so the, the jack aware just, it, it just, it just grabs dashing in its jaw. It's gonna, it's gonna start pulling him towards the woods. Felix, it is your turn. Ah, okay. Um, um, so Felix is going to give chase. Um, ooh, would I be able to catch up to him? Are you are you dashing? <laughs> yes. Are you dashing? Okay. I'm dashing towards are dashing. You, are you you're dashing towards dashing? Beautiful. Okay, so yeah, Felix, that allows you to move. Uh, uh, so Felix takes off after them. Felix is is right on right on their heels. Little Felix with his tiny little legs. He's right on the heel of the big old jackal wear. <laughs> carrying dashing. Uh, Delilia, help! <laughs> Short <we> legs! <laughs> so, Delix takes after the jackal wear that has dashing in its jaws. Before we go back, uh, well, and dashing is unconscious. So, Thea, you see 
you see Dashing get grabbed and dragged towards the forest. Um, but before you can do anything, a voice calls out from behind you, Thea! You turn around and you see Duke Roger on a horse. It, it looks like he must have gone to the stable, grabbed a horse, and followed after you. And he he's surveying the scene in front of him, and he he sees you, and he's just looking at you like he doesn't understand. And he he says, "Come back!" No, they've got dashing. Go help him, please help him. And the duke looks towards the tree line, and he sees the the jackalware that is is starting to take dashing away. <laughs> I suddenly realized I should have I should have called over my goat. My goat runs faster than me. <laughs> <laughs> Duke Roger is not wearing any armor or anything. He's just like, oh shit, in his morning clothes. Because <laughs> it is morning. Did I just get my brother and my uncle killed? And no one is dead yet. So <laughs> he looks towards uh, Dashing and the Jackalware running off towards the forest. Um, and he, uh, he, he just calls back to you, like, like, Come back! Like, don't. What are you doing? Get, get out! Um, and it is your turn, Thea. What do you do? So is he not? Is he not going after dashing? Well, the, he. I mean, uh, like, it, his turn was like arriving, basically. Like, he just okay. rode in. So he's technically not in the turn order yet, but he is. He is here now. Okay. Well, I know that the guards are asleep. I mean, I, I think they are asleep. So I'm gonna ignore. My uncle, sorry, dude. Um, and I'm gonna grab one of those guards and shake them and try and send them after. Dashing. Cool. So you run over to the closest guard and you give him a shake and he uh, kind of blearily like starts to wake up and and he looks around and is like, what? What's going on? The beast has dashing. Go protect Wh your prince. What? The beast, what? Oh, oh no, man. No! And he sits up <laughs> and he looks around. He says, No way, man. And he oh, starts God. to he starts to run and he starts to run away. He just starts to run away. Okay. Then I guess it's up to me. Can I still do a spell? Let's see. I, I'll say you so you moved to him, you shook him. I'll say that's a free action because we allowed that earlier, right? Did we allow that earlier? The free action like because Felix was able to wake you up. Was that his yeah. full turn? Or yeah, that was my full turn. Okay, so like I knelt down. And... That's right. So since that was his full turn earlier, I'm going to yeah, honor that and say that was your full turn. Thing. So that was yeah. your full turn for that, uh, Thea. But hey, good try. Good try. <laughs> no, you're doing good. You guys are all doing a really good job. I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, Delalia, it's your turn. What do you want to do? So I'm going to run after them so I can get to them. Like he is actively running. And so whatever mm -hmm. you're doing, you're doing it while you're running towards them. Okay. So you're able to run up to them, but you're like still running as you do whatever action you're gonna do. And does Dashing just look like he's asleep? Yeah, he still looks like he's unconscious. I'm gonna jump on the Jackalware's back. And now a word from our non-sponsor. Do you have any food allergies? Me? Yeah. Uh-uh. Why? Hmm. Oh. 
Well, it's just I've been eating these these snacks by Enjoy Life, and they're like allergy friendly. These are super allergy friendly, and like they're made in like a, a factory specifically designed to not cause allergic reactions to stuff. That's cool. But I love it. And I just realized when I got back in here with my armful of snacks that I was like, oh, all of this is Enjoy Life stuff. So. <laughs> nice. Another um, non-sponsor. You're not really playing D&D unless you're enjoying a good snack. So why not enjoy life? Hello, hello. I'd like to take a quick break to thank you, the listener, for pressing play. And an extra big thank you to those who've shared the podcast or left us reviews. This guy knows us well, right? This is a super well-constructed podcast with great storytelling, music, and atmosphere. Keep up the great work. Aw, oh, thank you, this guy knows as well. That is actually our friend of the podcast, Ben Auksher, who actually made the original artwork that we have used as our podcast logo. He also shared the podcast on social media, so we named a character after you, Ben. Just wait. Speaking of art, I want to give a really, really extra big thank you to Rebecca Munez, who drew the beautiful artwork we shared online earlier this week, and to Justin Barron, who colored that artwork. Rebecca, as you know, is one of our players, and Justin is a fantastic DM. He's the person who taught me how to play D&D. If you hear me mention a Justin, that's who I'm talking about. If you're looking to commission some artwork, contact Rebecca at Rebecca Munez Smith on Instagram. All right, let's get back to the story. So where we left off, the beast. The jackal wise. I'm going to jump on the jackal wears back. Okay. Cool. Um, let's roll dexterity. What, what do you actually wait first? Tell me what you're trying to do first. Okay, so I want to tackle it. I want to tackle it and knock it down. That's my goal. Is your, are you trying to grapple it? Or I'm trying to think of like a, like a... Yeah, so my attempt is to, I would say that I'm probably trying to do a strength check against it. Like I'm trying to outstrength it to get it um, prone. Okay, so first- I would say, my goal being to grapple it would be unrealistic. So my goal to get it down is that's it. Okay. So first make a dexterity check make a dexterity check for me just to see if you can jump onto its back. Okay. Seventeen. We could do a dexterity contest. Okay, yeah, then that's a fair I like that. <laughs> I add plus two to his dex. So fifteen. That's okay. 16. I got a seventeen. Oh, oh you got a seventeen. Okay. Yeah. So so yeah, so you describe it for me, Delilia. Okay. So I, so in that case, if that was a dexterity check, then I, um, I don't just tackle him. I hit him with the, I run, I'm, so I'm running behind him. And with the force of my body, I spring and I grab around his neck and, and put him down. So it's like a very rugby move. Um, yes! and I get him down. Make, <laughs> make it, down make, but because the dexterity yeah. check was to get on him, so you oh. got onto him. Make me a strength check to see if you can get him down. Because if you can't get him down, you're currently riding the jackal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh no! Oh no! So I rolled a two, which was a four. Oh um, no! So I'm riding this jackal. 
Yeah, so so Delania, you like you said, you you leap using the force of your body to grab on to this great beast. And maybe you like wrap around. What do you think? Are you wrapping around his neck, or are you holding onto the? Fur? Yeah, on his neck. Um, and you you attempt to throw him down to the ground, but you realize, oh, this thing's a lot stronger than you thought it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now you're like, no. Trying to move my body, and I just weigh 115 pounds, so it's not really happening. And you wave like a flag in the wind. <laughs> All right, so that was. Oh, no. the, I'm just imagining turn. this. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining oh, yeah. this because there's big scary jackal where he's got a prince in his mouth. There's an elf riding on top of him and a gnome chasing after them shortly behind. Like this, what a sight this is. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's a whole thing. He's not restrained, but I, I, he might be at disadvantage if he tries to do some uh, anything, some other things, because he's yeah. got a person on his back and a person in his mouth. Um, so first, I wanna, I wanna see if I can get my other wolf out of the binding. Oh! oh! Ooh. Okay. So I just rolled a nat twenty. <laughs> so we got out. <laughs> so the wolf that was bound by Delalia's expert binding skills, he sees his friend running away without him. And I think that mentally that just gives him the impetus to say like, no, don't leave me behind in his mind for however Jackalwares <laughs> think. And so he just, and he bursts free of his, uh, of his binding. That is his turn. He doesn't do anything else. And then the other one, He's got dashing in his, in his mouth and you in his back. He is going to keep running. Um, so he keeps running into the forest. He goes past the tree line. So he was, is now for the moment out of sight of Felix, out of sight of Princess Thea and Duke Roger. And the, the beast is running into the woods with uh, Delaney on his back. He's not trying to do anything else, but just like move into the woods. And he has successfully done that because um, he was pretty close anyway. So even with like a little bit of less speed, uh, he's still able to get past the tree line into the woods. So that is the beast's turn. Felix, it is your turn. Would Felix hear the other wolf breaking free? Okay, I think that as Felix is running, he can sense some kind of movement behind him. He, he senses something. Does he turn to look or does he keep going after dashing into Lelia? Uh, he's gonna turn to look because Thea's the only one back there. He, he stops his chase to look back and yes, he does see that that beast has broken free and it's looking angry. Okay, um, Felix, um, I uh, can I have him run uh, back as far as he can to get between Thea and uh, the wolf if he can? Yeah, he can He can definitely run back to, to try and get between Thea and the beast. Okay, because <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, do I help, do I help Delalia, do I help Thea? And he's like, uh, Delalia can probably handle herself. She's good. <laughs> like, uh, she's on his back. She's good. Uh, <laughs> she seems in control yeah, of this situation. Yeah, she seems in co- control of this situation. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go help the princess. Uh, um, so, uh, uh, so I'm just gonna have uh, Felix get between them, and I think I'm gonna do. Uh, and do I still have an action, or was that whole movement kind of? That was your movement. You still have an action. Okay, um, I'm gonna try shield bash and try to knock it down again. What did we do uh, last that's time? A strength, for strength check uh, between the two of them. Oh, madre dios! Uh, oh no! That's an eight on my part. What'd you roll? I rolled a sixteen. Oh, without even adding anything, so, that yeah. didn't work. <laughs> so he missed. 
Describe um, for me what happens, Felix. Because this is the same one you've tried to bash before. So what do you think happened? Um, uh, Felix is gonna get, uh, he's gonna run in between uh, Thea and it and the wolf. And uh, he's gonna kind of step forward and try to like bash it like in the face, just kind of do a side swipe. Um, not so much for like front on like he did before because he doesn't have as much run uh, this time. So he's just gonna try and hit it. And so, you know, maybe it glanced, but it didn't do anything. <laughs> like he didn't have enough swing. So he kind of just booped it more than anything. Uh, <laughs> it's like um, a cartoon where it like boops the, the end of the animal's nose and it just yeah. looks really annoyed, <laughs> really offended. Um, and then I would also like to make the request, uh, mm -hmm. can Ramsey join in the fight? Yeah. He can join, he can join in the fight. Uh, yeah, we can add him into the initiative. Let's just have Ramsey be part of your turn. So yeah, that was what Felix did. What does Ramsey do? Um, so Ramsey was still kind of back by the entrance. So I think he's just gonna run up and kind of stand next to uh, uh, Thea. And, cause I think that's about as far as he can go. So yeah, cause that's about, uh, from like where the uncle is to Thea, that's about 40 feet, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he's just gonna run up to Thea and kind of, you know, just kind of yeah, paw at the ground angrily with his horns down, just kind of like, don't you come over here. Like, <laughs> I love Thanks. that. Thanks, Ramsey. I appreciate it. Angri angrily bleats intimidatingly. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> You said it with such sassy. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, so Ramsey moves to be next to Thea, and I'm gonna throw Duke Roger in this turn. Since Dashing doesn't really have a turn anymore, we're gonna have the Duke, what? We're gonna have the Duke ha take his turn. So the Thea and Fee, or Fee, Thea, you feel, uh, uh, you, you feel the, the ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum of the, of the horse's hooves as, as Duke Roger rides up to you, and he, he puts himself um, between you and the, so just like Ram Ramsey came first, ba -doop, ba -doop, ba -doop, and then, <laughs> and then after Ramsey, you hear bodum, 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 and the big horse comes around. Aww. And Duke Roger, got your back. he's got, he's got like a sword. I think someone brought him a sword, but he was like, get me my sword. And someone brought him a sword. I don't know if it's his sword, but it's a sword. And he <laughs> says, Thea, go back to the palace. I have this one. I don't know if that was his voice. Thea, go back to the palace. I have this under control. Get out of here. No, we have to help Dashing. He's in the woods. Take me with you. Let's go. Come on. And he he doesn't seem to be like listening to you too hard because he's really focused in on this like immediate wolf problem. I think when he came in, he was just kind of like a little overwhelmed by everything he was seeing, and he's going for the immediate threat, which he senses is this wolf and this where this jackalware in front of you. Yeah. So he moves close enough to that to that jackalware to, to take a swing at it. it. It swords don't work on it. You can't slash it or pierce it. You have to like hit it with blunt force. And as you 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 say that, oh wow, Duke Ooh. Roger. That's my uncle. Oh man. That's daddy. You. I know. I'm like. Ooh. This is why I like him. <laughs> so <laughs> as you. Oh gosh. Okay. So as you call out to him. What? He might be Thea's real dad. <laughs> I'd be cool with that. Because her <laughs> actual dad is awful. Yeah, he sucks. 
It's fine. But he's got his sword and he is gonna swing it at the Jackalware. And because he rolled a 20, we know that he can't do any piercing damage, but I'm gonna say he swings at it and it hits that thing right upside the head. And yeah, the hit. like, 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 yeah, like a, like he just pops it in the head. And it's, it's almost like you hear like the little like, like when a dog, oh. and it doesn't take damage, but it, it definitely turns its attention to the Duke. Uh, uh, so not technically stunned, but but definitely caught off guard by the the force by with which Duke Roger was able to smack it in the head. Um, so he is engaged in combat. I'm gonna say that basically what happened from that is he is engaged in combat with this jackalware now, um, and that is his turn. So so Princess Thea, your uncle is engaged in combat with this jackalware. Um, Delavia and Dashing are disappeared into the forest, and you've got a goat next to you. <laughs> what do can you do? I ride this goat? I don't think you can because you're you're bigger than 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 um than Felix. It's I mean it's a goat, so it's like if you Lydia the person tried to ride a goat. How far away are the woods? They're about thirty five feet away from where you are. Can I reach those? Yeah, your uh, base speed is thirty, so you could actually if you dash Thea, so dashing in D and D. Um, you go twice your regular distance, right? But it takes up your whole turn. Mm -hmm. So you could dash into the woods and be into the woods. Like, that would help you catch up faster if that's what your goal is. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. Like, I think, I think Duke, Duke Roger has got this. Okay, then I'm gonna dash to the woods. Will our heroes catch up to the Jackalware and save Prince Dashing? Or will they find even greater dangers lurking in the forest? Find out next time on Spellbound. Songs in this episode include Spellbound by Vince Fept of Bandcamp.com. All other music in this episode belongs to our favorite composer, Alexander Nakarada. Check him out on Serpent Sound Studios. All sound effects are from Zapsplat.com. All right, I don't have a goat, but I have a deer. Uh, <laughs> that works. <laughs> I love so it. It's so little. It's like a little fun. Oh. <laughs> oh. It looks like a goat from far away, you know. Yeah. Yeah.